0: Going through some shit, but thank you. Guys, so what's up? You guys tuned in. I want to go ahead and give you guys some fire ass content. One of the things I wanted to go ahead and do is I want to do something different for you guys today. The thing I want to do that was exceptionally fucking different than what I've been doing for a while. I've been kind of talking on the social circle shit for a while. And one of the things I want to do differently is I want to just completely throw you guys a fucking curveball. And from throwing you guys a curveball, Ricky, thank you. I appreciate that. It's the dirty 30s now. So what are we going to do today? We're going to mainly be talking about what are the top what are the top five percenters doing? What are, the, what are peak performers fucking doing to perform at their fucking best, right? Because you hear about all these different people like Gary Vee, hustle, 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 right? You hear people like Ty Lopez telling you, you know, you just got to read more and you got to get mentors. You hear people like Tony Robbins, you know, telling you that it's like about how you feel. And you got all this varying fucking advice about the things that you should be doing that are going to allow you to be successful. And the problem is that it's everyone's, it's one, everyone's, Ebony, long time no see. So it's, it's literally everyone's advice about the way you should be doing things to be successful. And here's what's funny. Half these dudes are a crock of shit. Half of these guys are a crock of shit. One of the things I used to have a big problem with back in the day was I used to believe that shit about you need to hustle, hustle hard, right? And the reason I used to believe I had to hustle hard because I had a chip on my shoulder because I had a small man complex where they had something I had to prove to people. I still was always working for the sake of trying to flex on somebody else instead of doing things for the fact that I love them, I was passionate about them, and it's the thing that I wanted to drive my life. So what I did, we're getting a little story time. Um, So I was actually, I was diagnosed as, I I was never diagnosed as ADD or ADHD, but I ended up finding out that I had it as an adult. The other thing was I was labeled as special needs and I was put in slower classes for most of my life. All the way through high school, I was in remedial classes and we're in slower classes. And what was interesting, it started to make me second-guess myself and second-guess my self-confidence because I started to be like, what makes me different than other kids? Why is it that I can't perform like they can? Because my teachers always said one thing about me. He's really brilliant, but he just can't sit down. He just can't focus, right? I could write a mean fucking essay. I can... You know write something that's romantic and persuasive. I can I can make an argument effectively and writing was one of my best subjects best subject as well as history Here's what was interesting though all of my slow down classes. I Couldn't find out till I was an adult that the reason I actually had ADD and ADHD Was the fact that I didn't have a highly optimized diet to help me to slow down into focus I did not have the, the the smart drugs and the things that I take now to be able to help me to calm down and to focus and to give me large and vast quantities of energy to perform at my best, right? Most people are constantly feeling like they need to perform like the next person. They're constantly feeling like they're in a race against somebody else. And here's what's really fucked up. No one ever tells you that success is very individualistic and that it's actually based on you. That it is based on the way that you work, the way that you process the world, how you learn, what your fucking strengths are, and some of the best times of when you were productive. So this is really interesting. I remember having this, this kid that I was at this conference earlier this week, and he was listening to some of the advice that I was giving. What was crazy was that in the conference, when we were talking, I talk about you know, sleep types and chronotypes. He happens to send me something the next morning, and it talks about how CEOs and billionaires get up before 4 a.m., and I just sat back, and I was like, You're, that's a crock of shit. You're a fucking idiot. I'm like, bro, most billionaires wake up and go into the office when they fucking want to. They don't get up and go into the fucking office always at 4 a.m. That is not a consistent schedule that nigga has. Dude, that's bullshit. And the ones who consistently get up at 4 a.m. to get into the office, a lot of them same CEOs, what you fail to realize is those CEOs have a lot of things that still allow them to perform at their best. CEOs that get up at 4 a.m. before the crack of dawn, they are what they call a Michael Barris's book. They are what they call, I believe it's called Bears. Or, yeah, bears. Or there, there's another one. There's bears and there's uh, the wolf. No, not a wolf. Yeah, they're, they're, all, they're called lions. And they're called lions as the sleep type because what happens is, is that what people don't know is you have four chronotypes for sleep. You've got the bear, the lion, the dolphin, and the wolf, right? So, someone that is a lion is able to wake up really, really fucking early and their best work gets done from the early hours of the day till about midday. And then after that, their, their, their function kind of like rapidly declines. Number two, someone that is considered a bear. These people that they get up relatively early, but they usually stroll into the office about seven or eight, right? And they function better at that time. It doesn't really matter. They're able to sleep. They go to bed pretty early. They go to bed pretty easily. They fall asleep easily. Now, someone that's a dolphin, which a lot of people are dolphins. They have their their, these are the these are the people that are insomniacs. They have a they're like really light sleepers. They're the people that wake up very easily, and they also go to sleep fairly hard for them. I'm one of those people that's a dolphin. I do not go to sleep very well. When I do sleep, I rarely ever get more. I rarely ever get eight hours of sleep. I always tend to get six to six. I usually get about 6.2 hours of sleep. Like once it hits about five hours, dude, my sleep app all the time shows I wake up at fucking five. That like my sleep goes down, then it goes up, then it goes down, it goes up. It's not ever really consistent. And it's because of the fact that the way that my brain just tends to work, my brain's like highly fucking active. And I'm very, very almost like, like, it's not all over the place. It's just the way that I'm kind of wired. My best work tends to get done quite late. So I actually wake up pretty late in the day. I don't wake up, you know, at 5-6 a.m. I used to wake up 5 6 a.m. to go hit the gym, but the thing I even noticed is that I would still get really tired. And what was interesting is once I actually stopped trying to train like that and switched my productivity schedule to the times when I'm most productive, I get fucking more work done. Like my times to be most productive are actually between the hours of four to to 12 a.m. to maybe around one. I get my best work done at those times because I get this this nice flush of energy during those time periods. It's very easy for me. At two like I don't even start my day until about 2 p.m. I usually go to the gym. I fucking chill I you know read a few books and shit and get my mind right and then I go into work because that's how I work. I work very well that way. That is based on my fucking chronotype. Right? The last one is the wolf. No the wolf is someone that this is this motherfucker's late most CEOs the other half of CEOs are a lot of times are wolves, and some some people are dolphin kind of kind of a wolf mix. Where what they do is they tend to wake up really really late, but they get their best work done really late. You ever think of your computer programmers, your hackers? You ever think of you know people that are like nightlife personalities that run nightlife companies? They tend to wake up late. They start they, their day doesn't even fucking start till about twelve. Most people that are in nightlife, man, they wake up so fucking late and start their day. It's because they are a wolf chronotype. That works really well for them to be able to perform fucking better. A lot of people judge that shit. Those people are still really fucking successful because their productivity is based on specific hours that work for them, right? If you are someone that works like that, you are going to perform at your best when you work at those individual times. Now, here's the other part that's a reality. Here's the other part that's a huge fucking reality. The other part that's a huge reality that most of you guys, that you guys don't know is that most people that are exceptionally wealthy, one of the things that they happen to have going for them is that they have access to a lot of, like, wise fucking counsel that you don't have access to. Before they start any individual business, they have a fucking tax attorney that helps them, specifically with business. They have some type of COO who's a friend of theirs that they have in mind. They say to advise them on the operations for their business. They have someone else that they advise for who might fit the CEO position to get things done. They have someone that's a business development manager that's really good at something, and they put them in that position. They have another person. That comes in for the CFO for the accounting side. Their marketing team. They they use leverage other people's credit and other people's assets to be able to get access to fucking bank loans that they need to be able to start the business. Someone else writes the business proposal and business plan. Someone else does the market research and just sends shit over to them and does the, the, the community analysis, right? That's the SWOT analysis for their for, for competitiveness. Those are all things that these people do that you don't even have access to because they have access to a lot of information from very intelligent people who they surround themselves with that help them to make the decisions that they make. That's not fair to you right? I want you to imagine, can you compete with a CEO who's taking smart drugs, who has a personalized fucking chef, has customized diets that someone is doing the shopping firm th- that he can afford to do things like Amazon Prime so he doesn't have to really leave his house. He has a PA that is specifically making sure that, they, that, they, that the PA works for him and gets a bunch of shit done for him so he doesn't have to really do shit or like lay his hands to anything at all. Is that fair to you that you have to get up and you have to do your laundry? You, some of you guys got kids, you got to like feed your kids. Then you got to like Still go to bed on time. You got to spend time with the fucking family, or if you don't spend time with the family at all, you end up losing your fucking family. Then you get taken for everything you have in a fucking messy divorce, right? Is it fair the fact that that this person can can just leave when they want to and go to lunch when you work a nine to five job and you can't leave to go to lunch? Is it fair that they don't pay the same amount of tax rates that you guys pay, where you guys pay about fifty five percent of your money in taxes, that they don't pay any of that money in taxes because they ha- they have good advice about how to be able to write things off for them so they have some type of shell coming that they shelter that money for? Is it fair, right? You guys don't know this, but they had a tax law that passed earlier, earlier this year and it was for an extra 20% off for people that were running businesses. So they got to pay even less in taxes than the average person is paying. The rich are already paying like zero to nothing in taxes and you guys are paying even less than them. So all the money that you actually end up getting goes to taxes and they end up paying, they end up paying their taxes after with what's left over from the business. They don't pay the same tax that you do. Is it fair that they've got highly optimized biohacker nutrition, they've got people that are high performance coaches to give them advice on how to be able to increase their performance and to increase their ability to have their brain think and think and speak at the exact same time? Is it fair that people like Tony Robbins have access to things like NAD which specifically works on things like the Krebs cycle and it it stimulates the the and the, the efficient production of a, of food or glu, glucose or ketones into ATP which is the the energy that your that your mitochondria uses to be able to, to push out energy that programs and and causes your brain to run properly and to perform at its best that he can afford a three hundred dollar or four hundred dollar IV a session to help his glutathione levels. Is it fair that he's able to go and get his gut biome checked to find out what diet's going to optimize for him to cause his brain and his body to be able to work in sync? Is it fair that he has a personal trainer that is able to coach him up on how to perform at his best and optimize his energy levels? Is it fair that he has apps that tracks his autonomic nervous system stress so he knows when to sleep, when to wake up, when to not do this thing, who to outsource this thing to to be able to help him since he's not really good at it? it, Are those things fair? Is the playing field fair for you guys? Right? I want to know in the comment section, is that shit fair? I think that's fucking bullshit they just you're just gonna hustle and you're just gonna fucking get there hustle my ass dude you're gonna have to work fucking smart right there's a there's a there's a great saying in the seven habits of highly effective people by Stephen Covey and it was like if you're gonna go chop down a tree it'd be be behooving to you to spend most of your time sharpening the axe spend most of your time sharpening the axe so that way you don't work with a fucking blunt object yes Sammy you're right it's not fair right right? So the playing field is not even, it's not level. Yes, we live in a society where capitalism is free and you can start from nothing and still make it to something, but that is years of hard work, right? Is it fair that you guys don't know about how to take advantage of going to the chamber of commerce, that you could pay a membership fee, have access to the chamber of commerce to establish your business and also promote your business to the local local community? And that because you've paid that membership fee, you can go and network all the individual events. Is it fair that you don't have access to Congress the same way that Facebook does? So whenever they, they're, they're, they're spending a lot of money in lobbying, that they get a lot of political laws that allow them to take advantage of more tax rights because of the fact that they're a corporation. Is it fair that they get advice about how to cr- open up 16 credit lines to be able to have access to, ex- to excess capital? you know Facebook doesn't use any of their own money to be able to market or use any of their own money to be able to like fund their endeavors? That they literally just have a lot of investor capital because they did their time in, sp- in spending time making connections in Silicon Valley to be able to get them access to funding to be able to run their business. And even if they fail, because it's a corporate entity, they can declare Chapter 7 bankruptcy. So then that way, it gets wiped the slate clean. And they can literally do right another other company right after that with and with someone else's money that isn't their own. And the, the taxpayers like you are still spending more money than they are on taxes. And you wonder why you can't pay your fucking light bill. That, is it fair that they're, they're spending most of their money to pay you guys less and outsource most of their work overseas to be able to cut their expenses so that way they can increase their cash flow to be able to make their businesses work is that shit fair right i'm just i'm not trying to, to 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 become debbie downer i'm just trying to illustrate the point that the world that we live in is not the world that you think it does the rich do things very differently than the poor do there is a world that is outside and these are the things i'm starting to understand why because i'm around a lot of my clients tend to be people that tend to make money. They tend to be exceptionally very smart. So I'm able to get really wise advice from people who've already been there, who've beaten the path, and they can advise me on the things that I should be doing, right? How do I know about the different biohacking stuff? I have a lot of friends of mine that are high-performance coaches. They work with CEOs, executives, athletes, and they advise me on my health. I have someone specifically that I work with uh, that I that I, pay, I keep accountable to that gives me advice when it comes to a lot of the biohacking. I do interviews every single day with some expert in some particular field that I'm able to learn from. I spend a few hours a day at least getting advice from world level top experts that advise me on a lot of different things from business to health to relationships. Those things, but you know what I mean? That that's not an even playing field, right? That I have it's not an even playing field that I can spend aggressive amounts of money on smart drugs per month that allow me to be able to perform better than the average person it's not fair that i have access to tech that you guys don't have access to to be able to cause my body to work quicker because you just you just don't know about it right like i don't like i want people to really think about the reality of what it takes to become successful the reality is, dude, success is fucking hard but it's actually much easier for the people that are at 1% because whenever they're looking at a deal they're usually just calling someone who's an expert to be able to give them advice about is that company going to be solvent what are the company's fundamentals so that way they know exactly how to invest in the company and not waste their fucking time on a duck right you guys don't know that you just have a business idea you guys don't even know how to go get your business idea funded you don't even know how to be able to, to, get it, to get access to credit or credit lines. You have no idea how to get access to business loan and what the things that banks are going to look for and how to get through the underwriting process. You have no idea how to be able to set up your corporate entity to make sure that you can pay yourself a reasonable wage and make sure that you declare lower in tax so that way you take advantage of the tax benefits. You guys don't know that, right? Because you, like, you don't know what you don't know. These are things I've had to learn, and it's, it's, it's not a fair playing field. Right. So, but here's what you can do. Right. I want to, I want to keep trying to get it a little bit positive so I can give you guys some advice about the things that you can do. Here's some of the things that you can do. Find a mentor who's 10, 10 years in advance of where you are and find a way to add value to him based on specifically what he needs and then get that mentor to align with him and to help you with whatever thing you were trying to get advice on. You know, I get on the phone a lot of times with my mentors and I will chop chop it up and get a lot of business advice from and I will ask him the things I need to be doing. I had a 2-hour conversation with my mentor last week and he gave me a full-on strategy and a plan about what the things that I should be doing based on the advances that have been coming in social media. Right? That that that's that's you know there's a biblical saying that says blessed is he who sits among wise counsel, right? And then make war amongst a multitude of counsel. Right. Find wise people. Don't listen to your stupid friends that are going to tell you here's what you should be doing in business. That's fucking retarded, especially if they're not making money and they're not fucking successful. Dude, don't even listen to that. Find someone who has a company that's very successful. Find someone who's like, especially a retired CEO that is older that you know he's not really ready to retire yet, dude, and then talk to that guy and pick his brain and glean his brain about the things that you should be doing to effectively make yourself successful as a business owner, especially if he's retired. I've got a friend of mine that I would love that I can get on the phone with and have, and schedule like about how the way he made his money because he made a bunch of his money, sold his company off. And I can call this man at any given time to ask him advice for business. Right? Those are the things that I surround myself with highly intelligent people to help me, right? The see what you guys don't know. Right, so I bought these are these are true darks. These are bio these are biohacker sunglasses. They cause me to be able to work really really efficiently because I'm able to filter out junk light. Hey Patricia, what's going on? So those are things that I'm able to do. So the guy who I bought these from he's a he's a he's a health and wellness coach. He's also a biohacker. He said, Hey man, I looked at your channel. I saw the true darks that I um he goes I saw your channel. I wanted to say I really appreciate everything that you're doing to make the world a better place. Here's a few extra pairs of true dark because you said you have a few friends that are going to need them, and he didn't charge me anything extra for my true dark, so I got my true darks, the day glasses and the night glasses, and I got some extra pairs of true darks that I was able to go give to to give to a client of mine because I knew he really liked them and I wasn't charged extra because of the fact that the guy liked what I was doing right something like that like that's you know that that's that's not necessarily. That's not a. That's that's not a fair perk. That's that's just shit like favor, right? Be you know being you know being likable, so someone likes you, they want to go ahead and help you because they align with what you're doing because you have a mutual commonality. This is the guy I want to get on an interview. So you know, shout out to John Sperling. I really appreciate what it is that you were doing, and I really love the the health and the wellness practice you're working on. So if you end up watching this, John, I really appreciate you know everything that you've done, and thank you for the extra pairs. These are working amazing. I love the glasses, right? Shout out, major shout out to fucking. True Dark, Dave Asprey's company, this is really amazing. Like, True Darks are, like, the best on the market. Literally, they do exactly what the fuck they are designed to do. And I noticed that I'm able to perform so much better wearing these fucking True Darks because I'm not filtering out junk excess blue light. So my brain's not straining to think or to do anything, which is amazing. So I really love these. Swannies aren't that great. People think that they are, but the technology on the True Darks are patented. The Swannies, they just kind of, like, try to, to come up with some... Like, here's the right. If Swan, if Swannies Try to copy the same thing that the True Dark was doing, they fact it, the it could be sued. So they have, or have to pay a royalty fee to True Dark. So that's why I got these because I literally love, love the way that they work and they work really fucking effective for the things that I want. That said, what are some of the, what are some of the things that you can do, right? That you can start off right now to, to put you in the right direction to be successful, all right? Because I don't want to keep this too long. I want to start giving you guys some practical applications, some tips and tricks, right? Here's the things that you are going to do. Richard Kiyosaki has a really great saying. He goes, study hard to find to find businesses to buy. Study hard to find businesses to buy. So what are the skills you need to learn? You need to learn accounting, you need to learn sales, you need to learn some level of marketing. Right? Understand that. Understand to be able to research the fundamentals of a company. Why? Because if you, can, if you can research the fundamentals of a company and you can look at, you can look at the assets of the company and you can be able to tell, hey, this company actually is solvent. You know, you, look, you can look at the management and look at the staff. You can look at what are people saying about the company online. You can look at what are their customer service reviews. You can look at how the employees talk about the company. What does the corporate infrastructure look like? Who? What do the board members have to say with each other? And you can look at those things and get an idea of how a company is going to go either up or down based on the people that actually run the business. Accounting is useful because accounting tells you a, a story of the company. A lot of people will lie to you and they won't give you their five-year five-year financials. So that you can look that over, you need to look that over, so that way you can see was a company's consistently growing in income after a while. That's yeah. You know, a lot of companies, you know, people don't know this. A lot of companies go go bust before 10 years. It's like 95 or not, to 90 percent, 97 percent of companies end up failing. That's just the standard. So the company that you're looking at, the big titan today, could be gone tomorrow, literally, because they just don't know how to move and shift because they're too big and bloated because they have too many employees and they can't move nearly as fast. Next thing you need to learn is you need to be able to learn. How to read people. You need to learn how to be able to read people and you need to be able to learn how to be able to put together some type of business proposal. You need to understand like, you know, look at a SWOT analysis. What's the, what's the competitive nature of the company? You need to be able to look at what's the market share of the company. You need to be able to look at the who are the competitors in the marketplace, how much market share do they have? You need to be looking at what is going to be your strategy to go to market to be able to effectively compete if you are going to compete, what's the market size, how much share can you dominate on, how big is the, is the money in the industry already, is there a market there or is there not, who's going to be the person that's going to handle your operations, who's going to handle your the, the who's the, your executive offer, like the people that are on your board, who's the people that are going to be your CFO, your COO, your CMO, so your marketer, accountant, the, the people that are handling your operations, the, your, who's going to be your attorney to give you, advise you on legal counsel so that way you can set up the company correctly so you don't end up getting sued? Who's going to be the person that's going to advise you on the, the things that you set up as a business to make sure that you are abiding amongst all of the legal codes? Who's going to be the person that's going to give you advice on the, how you register with the Chamber of Commerce to make sure that you can take advantage of the, the, the free market they give you? Who's going to be able to advise you on what corporate partnerships that you need to be making to get access to free marketing? So that way that you guys can cross promote and collaborate, right? These are all things that it comes to starting a company. You need to know how to be able to persuade investors and raise capital. Raising capital is a fucking phenomenally fucking good skill and it's really hard. It's the ability of being able to read people. You got to be really good fucking people. If you can raise capital, it's very easy to go ahead and start a business because it's just information. You need to know what investors are looking for, what investors care about, like, you know, every investor that I've ever had work with me, one of the things they always ask was like, you know, the the they loved all the wordy shit with the <laughs> with the business. But what the things they only cared about was like, what's the fundamentals of the company? What's the what's the money you're asking for? What's my rate of return? How long? And what is what how are you mitigating your risk to make sure this company becomes solvent and successful? So that way I make my money back. So that way I can exit that can exit, I can cash out quickly, just in case you guys end up fucking up and don't do things properly right? Because most investors are trying to mitigate the risk. They're trying to mitigate risk. So get, you know, getting someone on your board that that have, either has, has ran the type of company you're trying to run that can sit on that board, that has all those relationships already within big businesses that can open the right doors for you is super fucking helpful. It's really helpful. My, one of the reasons Microsoft was able to grow like that is because Bill Gates' mother used to actually, she used to sit on the board and she used to sit on the board with a lot of the big with a lot of the 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 I believe it's the the Washington District, like the board of all those companies. She used to like she used to be involved in those circuits and would go to all those meetings. And because of that, she could open the door for her son to be able to get in to do a lot of the different business deals. That's why he was able to get into IBM. People don't even know that how he was able to land that account, or even the Paul Allen, the shit with Paul Allen. People don't know that that's the way that shit really works. There's corporate life is very different. Like having private access to memberships and things that, that help you to be able to network with the right ceos that shit is going to be helpful because it's going to put you in the right place to network with them to be able to get the deals done but you still have to know your shit right double down on being really fucking good at being able to read companies so that way you know if this is a good company to buy then you can raise the capital to go ahead and buy in and now you've got something that's passive to be able to work for you especially if you're going to be hands-off with the company coming from an investor side right if you're going to go start a business then there's all the different things that you're going to need to be able to run that company what's the corporate infrastructure What's your business What's your business model? Is there a business model that's similarly like yours? Who's already running a type of business model and set up their business model just like they are? Why? Because this, it's already working. Find a mentor who can give you the advice to shortcut your learning curve. Find people that you can hustle with to hold you accountable. Find people that you can teach it to to mentor so that way it reinforces the knowledge. And one of the other things is invest in your health. Invest in your health. If you can start biohacking your health to get your brain to think and speak and then you can invest in smart drugs to get your, your ability to learn faster and to turn on your brain at every single level, at every single place to be able to think and speak and to be able to retain information and synthesize large amounts of information quite quickly to get the results that you want and to make you a faster and more efficient businessman because all the people in Silicon Valley and all the CEOs that you look up to are all of the smart drugs, are all using fucking tech to succeed because that is the difference between you and the 5%. Let me know if you guys have any, any questions. I'm going to just open it up for Q&A right now. Was this good? Was this valuable for you guys? Did you guys get a lot out of this? Like, Let me know in the comments section.